0: that's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW for prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: Block Talk Radio. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Jonathan Franklin, former Green Bay Packer, current Los Angeles Rams executive. Just want to welcome you all back to Pro Sports Extra. And welcome to another edition of 30-Minute Timeout, presented by ProSportsExtra.com. It is Monday, July 9th, twenty eighteen. And on this day in sports history in nineteen sixty eight, Will Chamberlain became the first ever reigning NBA MVP to be traded the next season after being MVP, when he was traded from the Philadelphia Seventy the Philadelphia Seventy to the Los Angeles Lakers. And also on this day in sports history, in 1988, Nolan Ryan is the seventh to win 100 games on two different teams as the Astros beat the Mets six to three. I'm Ron at A R E O H E N four on Twitter and Instagram, and as always, joined by my pal. He is Boomer. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good, but
2: I think that's the second Nolan Ryan fact we've gotten in the show. So the express, express train coming through, man.
1: Uh, I think you're right. Some of
2: this crazy, yeah, yeah. It, it, I'm pretty, I'm pretty I sure figured, you talked about one of his strikeouts, Miles. Yeah,
1: you're right, I did. I, but I figured in the spirit of, uh, you know, baseball season right now and also in the spirit of the crazy NBA free agency and LeBron James moving and, like, big-name players moving, I thought the uh, Will Chamberlain fact was pretty cool first ever reigning MVP to be traded. That's, that's pretty wild. That's true. That is, uh,
2: that's something pretty cool, especially back then when free agent free agency wasn't like what it is now. Uh, but we got, uh, quite a weird show tonight. We got things going all over from a story from you and, uh, and stuff going on this weekend with me. Uh, but I think it's, uh, the best thing to do is kick off something that's been more popular in America than people thought, and that is the World Cup.
1: Well, real quick, Boom, I just want to also say that um, the first 30 minutes of the show are live. If you want to catch the overtime of the show, as we call it, after 30 minutes, it's about, usually runs about 10 to 15 minutes long. Go to the podcast version of the show, search PSE podcast and click on 30 minute timeout. Uh, yeah, like you said, Boom, we got a couple different things we're going to talk about. Just a little preview before we do get into the World Cup. We're going to talk World Cup. We're going to talk the NBA-WNBA pay gap, which has been a story that's been that's come up the past couple of days. Uh, you got into it a little bit with some people on Twitter. I enjoyed that. Uh, after that, we're going to talk a little <laughs> what golf. what I do. <laughs> after that, we're going to talk a little golf. After that, we'll talk a little baseball and something that happened to me today, as you already referred to. Let's go, World Cup Boomer, kick it off.
2: All right, so the semis are amongst us here tomorrow, and it's going to be a heck of a thing, as me and Ron talked about last week. uh, A dreaded final would be France versus England, and it has a very good chance of happening.
1: American Uh,
2: Nightmare. It is American Nightmare. Two countries we do not like, uh, and it looks like it's a possibility to happen. Um, But I, in my pick have only one team left, and it's killing us. Uh, but we have Belgium that had a huge upset over Brazil, which was awesome. But, Ron, who do you think is going to come out of these groups? Break it
1: down. Who's winning it all? Well, I don't know. Uh, really? I mean, <laughs> Belgium, Belgium, Belgium beating Brazil really says something, you know, putting up two goals on them, beating them 2-1. Um, France has been playing strong All tournament Four goals in the first round They beat Argentina 4-3 um, I gotta tell you what though Croatia seems to be The team of destiny right now um, Both games in the, After the group stage They win by penalties This game was Not handed to them They earned it in the penalties But they were up by a goal Russia had a chance to come back, and I don't know the guy's name, but missed the goal, wide left. It wasn't even close. Croatia go- <laughs> yeah, complete botch job. It was just, I don't even, I don't know what what happened. It, uh, the announcers, I remember, said that he uh, his plant foot, he planted a little close, too close to the ball. So when you watch the replay, you could kind of see that his plant foot is pretty close to the ball. So when he's kicking, he's coming on an angle and he's not straightening his leg out as much. So he just just shanked the whole kick, and that kind of just blew it for them right there. Um, I, I thought Damn Croatia man, did, I but I thought Croatia did play better all game. I mean, Russia came on and had a run for a while, scored their two goals, and uh, and tied the game. They tied the game real late, but I thought Croatia for the most part had control, and um, I was happy they won. Um, so, I got, I'm going to say this, Boomer. I think it ends for England, and I think it ends for Belgium, and we'll see Croatia and France in the finals.
2: Yeah. Uh, what, one thing I will agree, uh, Belgium has an electric offense, but France has a great defense, and they have a great striker. So, France, I think, I mean, stati- statistically, they're saying Belgium I'm losing Oh, can you hear me now? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, So they're saying that Belgium statistically is a better team, but I don't know. I I want them to win. I hope they can pull off that offensive, you know, feat they've had in the opening round. Uh, So I'm hoping Belgium to the finals, and I really want Croatia, even though I don't like Croatia either. Every time I kind of watch them, I feel like they're doing dirty stuff. Uh, I think the players kinda they, seem like they're assholes. I mean I, I can't hear what they're saying, but they seem like they're a dirty team. But it was good to see them beat Russia. Uh Russia, they're penalty kickers, man, you knew the pressure was all on them, uh the whole nation and then you know, they know they don't want to let down Putin either, you know, man, that guy's crazy. So uh I understand that there isn't that kick but but you know, you are sh- a professional, you should figure out you can see it on their faces though too. Um but yeah, so I'm as going far
1: with First Croatia. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, as far as Croatia being dirty, I think you're crazy. I mean, they they're definitely a physical team. Um, I mean, they were they were pushing and shoving, but so was Russia in that game. Um, it, it was it was a good game. It was a rough game. They both looked like they wanted it. The refs let them play for the most part. I I enjoyed it, Boomer. That was. Uh, I mean, I haven't watched majority of the games for this tournament because of the times that they've been on. I'm usually working. The one uh, last weekend, obviously, I was away for the weekend, so I didn't watch the games. But that was my favorite game of the tournament so far. That was a, just a rough game. It was who wants it more?
2: Yeah, that's not the only game I talked. Their opening game, I think, it was they were pretty dirty there too. Uh, I don't know. I just don't. I don't have a problem with like that game necessarily. Uh, I don't think it was the best game I've watched at all. But uh, I just kind of. I don't know their demeanor; just kind of are I, they. They rub me the wrong way, but I think they. I'd rather have them beat Russia, and I'd rather have them beat England, and so I'll be okay with it. And then Belgium will take them down to the finals.
1: So, who are you calling for the finals?
2: Belgium versus Croatia.
1: Belgium versus yeah, well that's what I hope I'm hoping for, but I don't think it's going to happen. I have a feeling France is going to win. <laughs> I don't think England is good enough to to. I think they're good enough to beat Croatia, but I just don't don't see them in the finals. And with that horn, that is the end of the first quarter. So we'll move on to something that may get a little interesting here. (laughs) Depending on how this goes, um, we'll see. But Boomer, why don't you kick this one off too? Because this kind of started with you.
2: Yeah, it, it definitely started with me. So, last night, uh, I was sitting there just on Twitter, and then I heard something on one of the sports things I was watching about the WNBA wanted equality and pay, and some basketball player uh, said that the WNBA players need to be paid like the professionals. is ridiculous what the NBA guys are getting paid. And so, I, you know, I was kind of reading through the thread of what people were saying, and I just kept seeing ridiculous tweet after ridiculous tweet, like, uh, I don't think that people grasp the concept of equal, equal pay. Like, if you're not bringing in the same amount of money, you can't get paid the same as somebody else. That's not equality. That's being comp- more than It equal. was Damian
1: Lillard, just so you know.
2: No, it, it was a girl basketball player that started the whole thing.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Um I have it yeah. right here. Hold on one second.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's like AJ something. I forget her name, but yeah, like Damian Lillard and like a couple other a, guys ja asked about it. Or a yeah, J. I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah. I don't know how to say the name, but either way, uh, Damian Lillard and a couple other NBA players, you know, they're not going to sit there and be like, Oh, you know, these girls are garbage. They're not going to say that because technically the, all the NBA owns the WNBA and they use it as a write-off because it doesn't make any money. Um, so those guys aren't going to trash it. That's never going to happen. They're just being politically correct. If they, you know they're lying because they can dog any one of them. And it's just – I think the best AAU teams can beat WNBA teams. People can tell me I'm wrong, but most AAU players can go to the NBA. They play one year in college. Those guys are better than, obviously, WNBA players. Uh, and I just – so all day I got into this argument, and there's just all these girls that think they're just as good. And one girl's tell me that uh, – they're more fundamentally sound and that WNBA is like watching chess when NBA players are uh, playing checkers. I'm just like, are you guys nuts? Like, (laughs) if this was true, people would watch you. That's not how this works. Like, I get you want to love your sport, but love it in an actual smart way. Don't try and overexpose to something that's not true. And don't tell me that you deserve to get paid. Um, I sent out a tweet because one of them tweeted at me about how, uh, they work hard and they deserve to get paid. And, I was, and I, as I said, just because you work hard doesn't mean you get equal pay from somebody else. That's like then every every American labor manual labor person should be getting paid doesn't get paid as good as WNBA players. And I guarantee they work harder. Like don't get
1: yes. All this I work am hard a hard manual labor. I am a manual labor <laughs> worker, so I would manual. appreciate that very much. I work harder yeah. than my boss, and, uh, he, and he makes more than me. So.
2: Exactly, and that's the way that it is. That's the way of the world. You don't just, like, everybody's wanting to do, like, this socialism thing where, oh, they make all this money, but if they would take less and we all had equal salaries, we could, no, man, that's not how this works. <laughs> Stop trying to make us social uh, social country. And it's just, it drives well, me insane. They don't deserve anywhere near the amount of money NBA players do. It should never be a conversation. And if you don't like it, try being the NBA, and if you can't make it, then be quiet.
1: Well, you're right, Boomer. I agree with you, and I agree with some of the reasons that you said also. Um, but I think it goes it goes further than uh, – well, not even further. It's a lot simpler than, I believe, the way you put it, right? So I looked into it a little bit, right? Um, yep. Diana, Diana Taurasi was called the Michael Jordan of the WNBA by <laughs> – I forgot who. Yeah. No, but that's true. But she is. Diana Taurasi is probably the best player ever. I mean, that's that's no lie. Oh, DeAndre Ayton said that, gonna, who was the first I'm pick gonna in I'm not going to sit there and say draft. that it's
2: wrong, but it's always, it's always somebody's the Michael Jordan or something. Like, why can't she just be the well, Diana Taurasi? You know, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, because he's the comparison. That's not her fault. But anyway, my point oh, is I get it that people are trying to say that it's gender-based, right, and you're trying to say it's skill-based. And what I'm trying to say yeah. is just – it's just yeah. – Straight financial. It has nothing to do with gender at all. And I agree with you, the financial does have to do with the skill of it. But my point is, uh, he, DeAndre Ayton called Diana Taurasi the Jordan of uh, of the WNBA. Her 2018 salary was $115,000. Well, 115233 but we'll call it 115000 Jordan's rookie contract in 1984-85 was 550000 so there's a huge difference that I want to point that out. I'm not saying there isn't, right? But the NBA revenue for 2016-2017 was 7.368 billion, with a B billion, yeah. billion, B boy billion, 7.3 billions. Okay, <laughs> I can't say it enough. <laughs> the w- Okay, so the WNBA, it was. A, it's a little harder to find their what their revenue was, right? So. The way I, the article that I was looking it up in, I believe, was from Forbes, and it basically broke down the, their income and then came up with their revenue that way, right? So ESPN pays 25 million with an M, 25 million to the WNBA to broadcast some games. They don't want to broadcast all of the games. They only want to broadcast some of them. So they're paying them 25 million. The, w- the WNBA averaged 7,716 fans per game in 2017. So, call it 7,800. Okay, right. They didn't even average 8,000 fans per game in 2017. The minimum ticket price was $17. Not terrible. That's the the average minimum ticket price per game. $17. That's not bad. That's a decent number uh, to bring in to bring in money, right? So, all that equals out to According to this article, the WNBA revenue was about 52.4 million. So, the Jordan of the WNBA gets 115,000. The real Jordan, as a rookie, gets 550,000. But, and I know the, the years are off, but I'm just making the comparison of, you know, stature basically one compared to the other. The NBA last year made this 17, uh, not excuse me, not 17, 7.3 billion dollars. The WNBA yeah. only made approximately $52 million. How can you pay the same? They didn't to even make. The Most same? everybody lost, the only... technically. Well, yeah, right. And you're right. I was also reading that I believe about seven teams were, were in the negative last year. Yeah. So ha, ha, the only way that you could have – you could close the pay gap and give pay equality or, or whatever you want to call it, you have to rob the NBA and give the money to the WNBA. That's the only way you can do it. Well, and unless Damian Lillard and anyone WNBA. else who's – Right. Well, no, I'm talking about, I'm talking about contracts and salaries. Yeah. So if Damian Lillard and anyone else who wants to talk about that they deserve more pay, listen, come out of your pocket with it then, because the only way is if one supports the other. That's the only way it's going to work, because the WNBA is not going to support itself and i'm not saying they're not talented that are they are they the best uh, women basketball players in the world probably i haven't heard about any other all leagues right. being better than them
2: this this is all i'm going to say too in the discussion cuz there's a reporter but also since when is making 115,000 dollars not a lot of freaking money
1: okay nowadays boomer I, I i okay so i'm in new york so it's different for me right you gotta make a lot more than a hundred thousand dollars to live comfortably. Hello? Hello. Yeah, just say
2: oh. weird. There we go. Okay. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? Yeah, yeah, I heard. I I get I mean in certain places, but still they're not
1: if you got paid I mean, for the work they put in, they put in the same amount of work as the guys. I understand the season, it's all you know, I get it. isn't a lot of money. Um, I mean, that's up for... That's that's for the WNBA to figure it out to how they could give these women more money. It's not for anyone else to figure out. It's its own business. It has to support itself. But that horn did mean it was over, so we should shut (laughs) up now (laughs) and move on to the third quarter. Um, Something I'm not going to be as involved with because it's mostly uh, boomer-centric. So, for the third time today, Boomer, why don't you kick off the third quarter? All right. So, the third quarter, we're going
2: to be talking about some golf. We're probably actually not going to get to all of it just because I kind of want to talk about a little tournament that I'm in uh, with a bunch of my friends in a small town in Iowa, Pocahontas, Iowa, host a tournament that we call the Pokey Open, Um, P-O-K-Y-O-P-E-N. You can hashtag it. so what we all do is we drive to the small town in Iowa. And there's actually a lot of people that go and play there. Uh, we drive on Friday morning, get there, play 18, uh, go get wasted while there. Then we go play a bunch of games, and then there's a four-man best ball at night. Uh, we sign up and we play that during some more. And it's just a crazy party. So then, then Saturday, the real tournament starts. And so there's been a lot of crazy things that have happened over the years at this tournament. Um, one of the guys that we know uh, uh, two, three years ago was leading the whole tournament, and after 18 holes, you have a Calcutta. Now, what a Calcutta is is you take the top, uh, like, let's say, 15 people, and they get bid on by all the different people. And so if you win the things that Calcutta, you win a bunch of money. Uh, so he in the league a of money? <laughs> he's in the lead after 18 holes. He's in the lead. Uh, I mean, I'm talking about people who are betting thousands of dollars on people. Um, no joke. Yeah, and I then, like that. And then you, can, <laughs> yeah, and then you can win a tournament and stuff too. So he gets a bunch of money bet on him, and he goes out there and lets shit roll down his leg and pisses his pants and shoots a 44 on nine holes in the Calcutta, which is like 11 over in nine holes <laughs> after like winning <reading> the whole <laughs> tournament at, at like one under. So that's just uh so that guy he gets he gets made fun of all the time now because of that. Um another cool thing that's part of the the whole weekend is you get a uh sports jacket, uh if you're the drunkest person over the weekend. It's called the weekend warrior jacket.
1: Uh so oh God. Um, I could have got one of, last week yeah. in Vegas.
2: <laughs> so that's <just> kinda of <laughs> fun. So it kinda of, it you know, so people don't take it too serious. You want everybody to get drunk, you can win the jacket if you're an idiot. Uh, there's one guy that won it back-to-back years. His name's Brian, a.k.a. now he is Boozy Brian because of the jacket.
1: Um, what color last is the jacket? year's winner
2: is it is blue, like a navyish blue color sports jacket. You can wear it out and look nice. Blue jacket, <laughs> green
1: jacket, who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? <laughs> uh, so
2: Bru- Boozy Brian is the only back-to-back champion. And then last year, Mark Flegel, who is one of the most quiet guys, or Flagle, my bad. He's one of the quietest guys you'll ever meet. Uh, but I guess last year he felt like cutting loose, gets all kinds of wasted, and uh, takes home the jacket last year. So we're going to see if anybody can top that. There was one other guy there that we thought might take, have a chance just because he was uh, – he, he brought home a lady with him to our friend, my friend who hosts the thing at his parents' house, uh, and he brought a chick home – in the bed it, man, everybody was giving him shit. And then there's always a contest <laughs> between two of the guys that kinda of started the whole thing. Uh Mitch and Elliot always do a Elliot's been on live with Boomer with me before. Uh but uh one year you can see it actually on YouTube. I don't know what you have to search to find it, I'm sure they'll tell me. Um uh, but and uh, they did the uh cinnamon challenge. Whoever lost had to do the cinnamon oh, challenge just cut cut down down again. Cinnamon oh sorry, can you hear me now? Yes, sir. All right, and so one of them had to do the cinnamon challenge, Elliot, and he thought it would be smart just to shove it all down his throat, and he almost chokes to death. He dies. It's pretty damn funny. Uh, but <laughs> I also tweeted I've out. I've never done that. I wouldn't do
1: it for that reason.
2: Yeah. I, I'm so nervous he, to he die. Only did it because he lost the bet. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so then uh, uh, I forgot what I was going to say now.
1: Darn it. Yeah, uh, the Tim in the uh, YouTube video.
2: Oh, no, I was going to talk about if you go on my At Live with Boomer account, I tweeted out all the over-unders. You can DM or uh, place a bet on any person that you think will shoot over-under, even money, and with the hashtag open. but he has an over-under for the tournament. And I usually – I'm just giving everybody a heads up. Maybe it's cheap, maybe it's not. If I play hungover, I'm not very good. My scores uh, at the course where they put it over under is actually set for me being hungover, so it it works out. But we to, need inside but, uh, info
1: though. Are you going to be hungover? <laughs> we need to know. Oh, oh! if we I'm need not hungover, I'll still be drunk. I'll tell you that, Buds. All right, Fade Boomer. Oh, I will we'll, be hungover. Fade or Boomer or still this drunk.
2: Sunday. I will be a mess. I promise you that. There's, there's no denying that. Um, and I will be on Snapchat. Uh, at Blue Chat, and maybe with some of the Pro Sports Extra Snapchat, probably doing hole-by-hole analysis of the drunken mess that you guys can all check out. Um, other than that, what do you think of the Tiger and Phil $10 million match that they're setting up?
1: I I don't know about it. I don't know. I didn't know what you were talking about when you said that. I figured you'd explain it. Oh,
2: really? So Tiger and Phil are going to play each other one-on-one. uh it's coming up here pretty soon for ten million dollars, winner take all.
1: Really? Where? At one of Tiger's courses. Uh, they have,
2: oh, they haven't broken it all down yet. Uh, they've been talking with TV sponsors to get it all lined up, but they say it is going to happen here pretty soon. That's
1: pretty sick. That's pretty awesome.
2: Yes, yeah. but also, what uh, we'll talk about in the overtime, some of the British, and more about that. And uh, we'll go into the fourth quarter here to hear some of uh, Ron's stuff because I can't wait to hear this because I haven't heard it yet.
1: <laughs> all right. I need the horn, though, to make it official.
2: I know. It's not working tonight. There it goes. I have to hit it there like There There you go. <laughs>
1: all right. Uh, we're going to talk a little baseball and then I'll just tell a quick little story of what happened to me this morning. How my week started. Uh, nothing crazy, but it was kind of crazy. All right. First of all, A lot of interest in Manny Machado. Um, The Yankees coming off a doubleheader today, uh, swept the doubleheader, had a pretty great day. And everyone says they need pitching, but they're showing interest in Manny Machado. I don't know what they're doing. I would love Machado. He's great. But I think we should be focused on trading for a pitcher. There's a lot of teams interested in Machado. The price is probably going to be high. Um, the Dodgers and Brewers are probably two of the most aggressive teams looking at him. Uh, I could definitely see the Dodgers grabbing him and definitely going deep into the playoffs. Um, yeah, I mean it's going to be crazy coming down to the to, to the All Star game. See what's you know who's on the move. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be pretty wild right now in the standings. The Yankees are not in first place, Boomer. I, I know you probably enjoy that. Uh, we're behind Boston not, half or games. They Boston, no, they are not, sir. Uh, the Boston Red Sox oh. are the best team in baseball at this point, which is okay. Oh. The Yankees are right behind them. That. Like I said, yeah, well, it may it may wind up being one of those two teams that are going to wind up playing a one game wild card to get into the playoffs, which is going to be crazy because they're going to be two of the best teams in baseball. So it's going to be kind of nuts. But um, I know we are kind of getting a little close on time, right? So I'll tell a quick little story no, we got, of how we got my day started. Yeah, I know. But I want to get into a little bit. So right. I went into work early today. And for those that don't know, I That's do construction. Get. So I went into work early today. Uh, I was asked to go in at 6 o'clock, go into a job site that I'm usually not at to go dump the garbage, which is just sheetrock and stuff like that, construction garbage. So I go to the job at 6 o'clock and I go in the freight elevator and I go upstairs and I start bringing down they're like mini garbage containers Boomer, like mini dumpsters right, that are on wheels. So we wheel them down two by two in the elevator I get about six of them downstairs Boomer and then we go in the elevator from the ninth floor Me, co-worker, tall guy, about six foot six, big Dominican guy named Alex, some other guy I don't know, and the freight elevator worker. So we go down from nine, and the elevator stops between five and six. (laughs) And Boomer, I don't know if you've ever been stuck in an elevator before but it's not, not a very fun thing to do. The elevator stopped where, so like we were between the fifth and sixth floors, but the bottom half of the elevator was low enough that we could open the door on the fifth floor, right?
0: But I don't know if you've yeah. ever seen
1: movies like Final Destination and yeah, where it falls, crazy like accident movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just movies where like crazy accidents happen. So the first thought, obviously, is climb out of the elevator, right? That's a bad idea. So I'm standing in the back of the elevator with these two giant containers in front of me. So if the elevator drops at all, I'll literally die. (laughs) Like, no joke, I'll die. (laughs) If the elevator drops at all, like just, you know, even when it kicks back into gear, if it drops, like a decent amount, even to even out like the seven feet that we were off from the ground to exit the elevator, those things were big and heavy enough that if they hit me, I was, yeah, I was, I was in trouble. So we were there for about 15 minutes, and uh, the guy in the elevator is trying to call out to the woman that works at the front desk, have her call the elevator company. Takes about five tries because she's the most incompetent person in the whole building. And uh, she just wouldn't call. She wouldn't tell us what was going on. Finally, they're on their way. The boss comes, and we decide to climb out of the elevator. And I was there for about 25 minutes, and the most scared person to climb out of the elevator was the guy who worked in the goddamn elevator, Boomer. The guy was shaking as he came <laughs> out, and made us get a ladder for him to climb and drop because he couldn't drop five feet out of the elevator. But yeah, uh, that was my I was morning. Tell my did, week did started. Did anybody
2: have a panic attack?
1: Yeah, this guy was like sweating and shaking. We had to help him down the ladder. He literally turned to us and went, "Hold, hold me," as he was coming down the ladder. So yeah, that was that was funny.
2: <laughs> a day in the life of Ron.
1: But it's yeah, yeah that's how my week wrong. started. We're about to go into overtime. You could listen to the overtime on the podcast version of the show. Search TSD podcast. There you go. I'm Ron at A R E O H E N four. Like I said, listen to the podcast to hear the overtime. He is Boomer at LiveWithBoomerExtra dot com, and we will see you in overtime in about five, four, three, two. Okay, we're in overtime, I think. No, 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 no. And Boomer just got us sued. Uh, That'd be a fun lawsuit. All right, right? so yeah, yeah, that would be hilarious. They could they could take everything I got, which is nothing, so it's fine.
2: Also, something uh, we found out today: uh, it's for anybody who likes to listen to the show. uh, Anybody who is a fan, there is going to soon be a 30-minute timeout T-shirt. Uh, for me and Rob, <laughs> go, <ahead> and... <laughs> go to prosportsection.com and yeah, pretty soon it should be on the website for your purchase. Uh, and w- let's get those things rolling. Let's uh, let's let's build let's build this thing. So uh, you can go check out anytime Ooh, on prosportsaction yeah. and find it on the page. Um, I kind of want to touch some more on that WNBA thing, and we'll touch a little more on the Pokey Open here in a little bit. Uh, but I just, I, I mean, I'm still getting tweets on one side, and then I'm getting you? likes, you know, on my side. Like, you know what I mean? There's still women still, you know, coming at me about this, but all their answers are the same, or their all their things are the same. Like, just trying to tell me how great they are at basketball. Um,
1: so, and they I are. I, I no one's
2: saying they're not. Oh, I, I'm not gonna say they're great at it, but I mean. You know, all right. if they were so great, what at women I are better. do you think their range are
1: good, huh? What women, what are, women better? are better? Well, I'm not saying yeah. They're the that, best women. In the, they're the best women basketball players in the world. They're great at basketball. Okay.
2: Could be the best women. Okay, but all right, I'm just not going to get into that because I don't want to do the whole sex thing and whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I don't I don't wanna <laughs> piss off too many people because if the stuff starts coming out of my mouth I'm surely going to offend somebody. Uh <laughs> so I'll just stay clear of that one and and just leave it alone. Fine, if you want to say they're the best women basketball in the world, I'll let that go and let that be. But I'm I mean, fine with, that no with that. Where are they better Hold on, hold
1: on, hold on. Don't that's don't that's don't, that's don't go too far. Where are there better?
2: I, I, I don't need to just watch – nobody's watching women, period. I don't care if they're good or bad or
1: not. I didn't – no, it's, no, no, no. It's an I agree inferior with you. I agree with you. I agree with you. It's an inferior product to the NBA. I agree with that. But yeah, that's not That's what all I that said. matters
2: because that's what I they're said, comparing themselves
1: but to. The, but they are still great basketball players. They're the best women basketball players in the world.
2: I mean, that's like, I'm not, once again, I'm going to say stuff that I'm going to, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to go there. I just went completely politically in direction. So I'm just going to, I'm just not going to go there and go. All right. <laughs>
1: go ahead. Take it in the direction you want to
2: go. I don't, you know what, if I keep talking about it, I don't know how I can take it into a good direction at all. <laughs> Like, what light do you want to shine on maybe the WNBA or that you feel like you're saying, you no, know, they're the best women basketball players, and then that's fine and that's whatever. So are you, like, kind of, like, wishy-washy on the whole thing or are you fully agree that they just should be happy with what they're getting paid because the NBA is technically bailing them out to make them even have a league. Otherwise, they could just be not NBA, you know, WNBA players at all.
1: Right. Well, that was the point I made before, is that the reason why they're not getting paid the same amount is because they don't bring in the same amount of money. I mean, like you said, yeah. the NBA is covering their asses a lot um, financially. So I don't have a problem with what they're getting paid. I also didn't really look into what the contracts are and how much money they're putting into advertisement and how much money they're bringing in and how much does Like, I didn't go that far into it. So could they get paid – more money, yeah, possibly, but you know whose problem that is, and who needs to figure that out the w n b a but that's as far, but they can't get paid the same amount as the n b a players they they don't even make any like I said it was fifty four million versus seven point three billion I mean there's no comparison
2: no i agree i I agree, and I knew that from the beginning, I didn't even have to. You looked know, at. I, I knew that the WNBA does not make money, and a lot of the NBA teams like it because they write it off. I mean, obviously you can only write off so much, but it helps them with
1: their lives right. and games. And, and but so, should the, should you know, the best player be getting paid $100,000? No. She probably shouldn't. She should probably be making more than that. If the league's making $54 million, she could probably get more than $100,000 if they break it down the right way. But obviously, they're not paying their players the right way. So the problem isn't the NBA, the problem isn't fans, the problem isn't anybody, the problem is the WNBA and they need to figure their own shit out and fix whatever they need to fix so that these women could make more money. I mean really really like that's it. Um
2: I don't know. I I, I don't know. I am like I said, most teams are losing money so I think paying her a hundred thousand dollars is fair because obviously <laughs> cutting into the hole they average 7,000 fans a game? I mean... At but that's seven, what I'm saying.
1: Let's say that... Yeah, I know. Let's say 7, that average is like $24 a is
2: ticket. Like, that isn't crap. Anyways, I, I I I just don't get that argument at all. Um, I get the argument for equality in, like, corporation business. If there's a woman CEO compared to a man CEO, I get that. That people want equality. Yeah, uh, right. If they're doing
1: the same job, then yeah. sure, the pay should be the same. Exactly. But if you're not this doing the same job, job. job, I don't want to yeah. hear the same thing. If you're, prom- yeah, right. If we're talking about, you know, like sales and your performance levels aren't the same. It has nothing to do with who or what you are. It has everything to do with how you do your job. If you, if you're in the same position in the same, and everything else is equal, then yes, it should be equal. But if but if the man is working for a company, for example, that's making $100,000, and a woman's working for a company that makes $50,000, no, they if they're both CEOs they should not be getting paid the same amount of money. And if it's the other way around, they still shouldn't be getting paid the same amount of money. That's the simplest way to break it down. Anyone who wants to argue with me, I don't really want to hear it. <laughs> so don't I, I hit me up on Twitter and Instagram, that. at A-R-E-O-H-E-N-4. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do it. <laughs> so.
2: Have you seen the AAU fight between the referee and the players?
1: Yeah, I
2: did. I wanted to. I wanted to hear some of your thoughts on that. I wanted to touch on that here in the overtime period. I forgot to kind of tell you that I was going to bring it up, but I kind of want to know what you. What I you saw thought the video, about but it. I don't know the story behind it. I mean, the video is the story, pretty much.
1: Yeah, but what? Have started you seen the, the full fight, version or just from... when
2: the guys get jumped?
1: Um, I don't know. I saw it from the referee's blowing the whistle. He's The referee's on the ground, and the guy starts pushing him while he's on the ground. The referee gets up, starts blowing the whistle, and then they start getting held back from each other, and then eventually they fight.
2: All right, yeah, that's not the full. So, the full. okay, I guess the story behind it is this team that is playing is always pretty mouthy, um, and one of the players was saying something to one of the refs, after a foul was called, and the ref teched him up. And then after he teched him up, the camera kind of goes away uh, for a second, but then flies back. So the kid, you can see the kid going towards the ref. So he must have went at the ref and either shoved him or tried throwing fists. And right when he does it, the ref, who's a grown man, squares up on the kid like he's going to knock him out. And when he squares up to throw fists at this AAU basketball kid, who's, you know, I don't know, 15 to 17 years old, uh, his coach comes off the bench, clotheslines the ref, and then all hell ensues there. And then they all get up because more refs fly in. And then later is when he gets jumped and his, his ref jersey is off and they're all beating the crap out of him. And then he gets up and fights. Right. Um, so, per- so pretty much uh, I think that it is 60-40. I think 40% is the blame on the ref and 60% is the blame on the kids. I think really? the ref should have never squared up. Yeah, yeah. I I think the ref should the ref is in his fault. He should have never squared up on a kid. Uh, like, Right. You know, so that, that's – So, how not, is he that's not, that's not the 60%? You. Because, obviously, the, this kid uh, has, a you know, has a ego problem or a problem with authority that he's going to punch, try and punch a ref in the middle of the game because he's getting teched up. And then uh-huh. for everybody – for every every player then to decide that it's okay to jump an individual. Like, I get, like, he, he squared up, and then, you know, the, their coach took him down. That should have been the end of it. Like, every every adult in there should have stopped everything. Like, how would people
1: not? Oh, no, the then, game should but have no, ended. But, it should have been over. Everybody should have been forced to leave after that. But, yeah, like,
2: but, but the but boom, this, guy, this guy takes storming.
1: at least 80% of the blame. Oh, I think, At least I think 80 it's mostly on the kids. You know what? In that situation right. you're a grown man, the kid the kid's gonna square up on you, you gotta let him hit you. Especially in front of people. Especially in front of people. What are you gonna do? You're gonna square up on the kid, you're automatically wrong. That's it, you're wrong, it's over. It's over. It doesn't matter what the kid was looking to do, it doesn't matter. He's a minor, he's a child, it's over. You're wrong. You know what I mean? I mean, a forbid he would have hit him. a bit. he hit the kid. Then he really would have had a problem. <laughs> then they would have—they would—they wouldn't yeah, have waited he, to jump him.
2: <laughs> I mean, they did jump him. It didn't matter, like. But I mean, but, it, yeah, because he just, kept going. That, he's a grown man. Every single, every single person there, between coaches, refs, the adults watching, but he has the power the to take care of stopping
1: it. Stopping it. He has the power to throw. Obviously listen, not. The kid, the kid, wa- the kid is mouthing off. Don't tech him up. Throw him out. Throw him out. Throw him out of the game. What's he going to do? He's going to leave. He, he's probably going to yell. Probably going to yell for a little bit. Well, His see, coach might even yell. His parents might even yell. But guess what? They're going to leave.
2: No, see, that's part of the problem is this AAU basketball, there's nobody to hold accountability. Like, if this was in high school, it would be one thing because, you know, principals and people, they would make sure the kid walked out. But there's nobody for that kid to answer to when he got teched up and stuff. Like, there's, no, there's nobody, like, regulating yeah, that. But did it's he just, just get teched up you know, or did
1: he get ejected?
2: At first, he got checked
1: up. And, and then right. he asked to the fight. It was over. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. Like, there was well. no
2: control in the, in the whole thing. Like, his parents are filming this. Like, nobody's trying to stop any of it, which is crazy to me.
1: How are we on time?
2: Uh, we got about three minutes. So, I just want to pitch uh, our. So, if anybody who doesn't have Twitter and is listening to the show or doesn't want to go and look uh, at Live with Boomer to see some of the over-unders, I figured I'd throw some of them out here real quick. Uh, so, like I told you guys, my over-under is set at 80, which is for Boomer being hungover because the first day uh, on Friday last year, I shot one over, which was like a 72. <laughs> and then the next day I shot in the 80s. So, this is, this is held accountable to hungover, drunk Boomer golf.
1: Uh, so set at eighty. So, so what's your best score? My best score ever. My best score. Or my best score the seventy-eight. So the day before no, Friday, I for, uh,
2: shot, uh, the, the Friday uh, I shot last year, I shot a seventy-two, and then on Saturday, I shot like an eighty-three. <laughs>
1: okay. That's that's how
2: bad I can transition my golf game as being hungover slash drunk. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so go ahead. So this year I'm set at 80. Uh, the guy I told you that was leading the whole tournament, uh, and then pissing down his leg in the Calcutta is over under set at 75. Mitch, the guy whose family hosts all of us, uh, his over under is set at 73. Uh, the highest over under amongst everybody is Boozy Brian. Uh, of Brian is over under is set at 92. <laughs> And then coming right behind him for the second highest over-under of the tournament, if you want to go check it out, is Dean Mosier at 87. I will try and, uh, while we're goofing around on Friday so you can see their whole golf game before you make your predictions for Saturday. And then you can uh, tweet hashtag Pokey Open and get your bets in and see what you think.
1: Also, real quick, um, go to my Twitter and my Instagram. I uh, put up polls. If you listen to the show, just vote in the poll. I'll say that you listened. That's all we really want to know. We're trying to get some numbers, see what's going on with the show. Um, I think we're done, correct? That is correct. We have like, probably like oh. 30 seconds before we're kicked off. All right. You ready? You want to see how fast I can talk? Go to com. read all the articles, uh, see all the podcasts, search for the podcast, PSE podcast. PSE is in Pro Sports Extra. Click 30-minute timeout. I'm Ron at A-R-E-O-H-E-N-4, and he is?
2: At Live with Boomer, or at TCP baby, because I am Triple Crown Boomer, the two, both Triple Crowns, and both check out the ooh, website. Think
1: Yankees. And Peace. we'll
2: see you in the future. <laughs>